jab effect, jab jab effect, jab 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 effect, jab jab effect. Win, lose, or draw. I'm not worried about being undefeated and all the stuff that other people are worried about. I'm worried about being the best. And if taking a loss, you know, comes between me and being the best, then so be it. Jab effect, jab 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 effect. All right, y'all. Welcome back to the Just Absolutely Boxing Podcast. Happy New Year, everybody. My name is Combo Breaker 99. What he did against the best out there just makes me take my hat off to him. What's up, everybody? It's your boy, Boxing P. The undisputed champion. He really did some impressive things this year. Um, I said it was a pretty uh, dramatic knockout. You know, he, he applies that consistent pressure, and he has that determination and motivation to, you know, to keep pressing on in the fight. My name is Combo Breaker 99. I want to be a star. Hey, boy, Boxing P. Damn, he's knocking people out. Right. We just want to talk a little bit about some boxing, man. Just absolutely boxing podcast. I'm trying to prove that I'm the best. Let's get ready to rumble! All right, y'all, what's going on? Welcome back to another Jab Podcast. This is episode 121. I'm Combo Breaker 99. What's up, everybody? It's your boy, Boxing P. And we're back with another show for y'all. Uh, this is probably going to be the final show of this year. Um, yeah, man, it's already there, man. We, You know, we were just doing the holiday things, man, doing them hectic times. But we back with y'all, man. So just kind of want to go back and reflect on, you know, some of the big fights that taking place this uh, this year. And, you know, it's the end of a decade. So we kind of want to go back and talk a little bit about some, you know, big moments as far as, oh, man, we think back 2010 all the way up to now, man. You know, that's crazy. We had a lot of stuff go down, P. Yeah, that's what I was saying, man. That's um, it's a lot of information in the decade of boxing, to be honest. And, it, is, <clears throat> it is, because there's some things I was like, man, I forgot that happened. Exactly. You I know? mean, you forgot what happened last year. You talking about 10 yeah. years? It's, it's a lot, man. It's a lot. But you know what? I was just thinking this right now. This popped in my head, man. Like, you think it's like one of the biggest decades in boxing where it seems like you had kind of like the highest paid boxers in you know, out of all the errors we had, kind of I mean, seen like that. It definitely would be um, up for argument. You know, what I mean, yeah. some big checks have been rolling in the last ten years. You know, I mean, the own Floyd Mayweather, Canelo. Yeah, there's been some um, some money flowing through. Yeah, and then when you just factor <clears throat> Al Heyman, Al Heyman, you know what I'm yeah, saying? yeah. So it's been, yeah, it's been like the money's rolling. You know, we just need them fights rolling. But um, looking back this uh, past Saturday, man. Which the fight between uh Javante Tank Davis and uh Yorick Gamboa. Uh this this was a pretty good uh I think it was another good uh learning experience for Tank. And you know, he hails from your home hometown P. What'd you think of the fight, man? Um, yeah, man. I thought it was a very um it was a good fight, man, and like watching it from my perspective it's just it, it was interesting. Um I guess a lot of people kinda wrote Gamboa off but I mean you just never know man he Olympic gold medal winner he's a Cuban fighter you just you just never know what fight can motivate a guy you know what I'm saying I mean they know that they come to lose but if I win you know what I'm saying yeah. and that's a that's that's a lot of motivation so um, Gamboa kind of came and was game and was you know ready to fight and um, I don't know if 
Tank underestimated him or what happened with him, but it, it turned out to be a different fight than most people anticipated. But <clears throat> at the end of the day, we learned a lot of things about Tank. You know what I mean? We kind of know where Gamboa is in his career, even though, I mean, he reinvigorated his chin somehow, you know, but yeah, yeah. he's 38 mm-hmm. years, old, years old. We kind of know he's on the downside of his career, but um, just, you know, Tank ate a serious three-piece from Gamboa and kept coming, you know, he, he has a chin. He, he has some, um, not some, his, his ring IQ is really high. He can box and he can punch. Um, I thought it was, I thought it was, it was a good fight and definitely something that, you know, he needed at this point in his career. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Cause he needs to know, like I say, people got to realize he's 25. All these guys, Devin Haney, uh, Tia Fimo, these guys are still learning. I mean, you got AJ who's a heavyweight champion who's learning on the job. So I don't think, <clears throat> you know, some of these guys are no different right? from, from those guys, you know, they're learning on the job and yeah. these guys are not at their final or not peaked yet in the, in the boxing game. So we're, we're, we're going to see guys have the, nights that people are going to say that they got exposed but a fighter can have an off night you know what I mean and I, I don't even think he had an off night it just was a tougher fight than maybe he anticipated yeah I agree because um, it's it's that one thing we always talk about that 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 one variable that we can't factor into predictions you mm-hmm. know of course we were always going to say like myself I said oh early knockout, knockout for Tank because of the chin but who who the hell knew he was going to get a new, brand new chin I like mean, that you know and to be able to eat some of the shots he ate I mean that's an interesting thing about the fight like people he got exposed he doing this he dominated him for 11 rounds then knocked him out <laughs> you know yeah. what I'm saying it's like if somebody lands a punch you get exposed or if you get hit it's the fight game you're going to get hit you're going to get you hit you know what I mean um he didn't get dropped. I mean, he wasn't, you know, visibly hurt at any point in the fight. So, um, like I said, you know, we, the, the boxing world and the boxing fans, we, we're just a certain type of, of fan, man. And we, we can be hard. Fickle. Yeah, we was fickle. You yeah, know? fickle. Mm-hmm. We, I mean, we can be hard on a guy like, you know, J-Rock, you know, made, made the comment after um, his one overheard. And um, about you know how the fans have to stop being so hard on the guy after a loss. I mean, right? It, it look, it's a fifty-fifty chance. It's two guys. Somebody's going to lose. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, um, you know, like I said, with that being said, I, we just have to understand, and the fighters have to understand that. Yeah, I mean, the day in, in the state of the internet, you have anybody has a voice, and um, you're going to have people being vocal and. You know, really saying stuff that they don't really know what they're talking about. At you know what I mean. You just gotta have thick skin and ignore it, cause yeah, cause you know, it's annoying to me. I can only yeah. imagine the fighters having to read yeah, this have, stuff and hear it. You right, know? it's irritating to them because it's like going back to what you were saying with with Tank. You know, Tank, like some of these other young guys, like Haney and them. You know, they are learning on the job. So, you know, I think that a lot of people are being harsh critics. You know, mm-hmm. they're not understanding that Gamboa is a 38 year old man who's been in the game. And still has tricks up his sleeve. Right. And he has enough tricks to maybe show a guy who's never been past nine rounds something. Exactly. You know, so like we were saying earlier, Tank probably used to be in that high energy. Like you said, Calvin had to tell him to kind of, you know, calm it down a little yeah. bit because he's probably in still that, that mode where I got to look for a knockout or right. close the show. He doesn't know about that second gear where you just got to box your way to a victory Absolutely. if you can't get a knockout. 
So some people, when they see him take that gear down, they're already saying, oh, he's gas or oh, he, you know, he's not, he doesn't know how to deal with a boxer or a mover, you know? So right, they're right. not really looking at the big picture. The big picture. Like, like you're saying, there's more, there's more levels to a fighter than what you see. Right. You know, just cause he's knocking guys out, he's got other things he can, you know, you know, show, show in the ring. And, you know, mm-hmm. he showed it in 12 rounds. He won every single round. So. Uh, that's you what I say. I mean, he pitched it. That's what I say. I mean, people, but they still were, were like bashing him. I mean, he pitched the shutout, you know. And this is my thing. I mean, I mean that gamble we saw last night. I mean, he probably could give a few guys a run for their money in that division. You know what I'm saying? He didn't really look like, you know, a a done gamble. You know, and then wait, you know, it's different. I mean, Terrence Crawford ragdolled him. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it ain't like Terrence Crawford is a, is a big guy, but he is a bigger guy. And that power mm-hmm. up there evidently was different because, I mean, he just ragdolled him. It was a lot of roughhousing in this fight. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it was some d- dirty tactics in the fight, you know. But, you know, um, Tank is a small guy. Mm-hmm. He is a small guy. Yeah, because uh, Gamboa came in there looking chiseled. Yeah, man. Like, I he, mean, and that's another thing. Show, yeah. we, he was thirty eight, but come on, did he look thirty? I mean, this guy's in shape. Right. You know what I'm saying? He's moving. He didn't really gas. So, I mean, people keep throwing that he was done. I mean, he ain't what he was, but I mean, he's still dangerous, as we saw last night. Yeah, man. That's what I was telling people. Like, you can't count certain people out in different fights because there's going to be a time again when you're doing a prediction that this old guy's probably going to say, "Not tonight." Exactly, and that's what I'm saying. You never know when yeah. how a person's going to be motivated, especially for a fight of this caliber. It's a big crowd. Mm-hmm. It's a big fight. It's a big name. I mean, he might say, "Yo, not tonight. I'm not laying down." You know, I'm I'm going for broke, and um, you know, it's a fight game. Anything can happen, but um, but overall though, like I said, great. It was it was a great fight. Now for it you, it's a great fight. Now, quick another question for you, P. Like, you know, this come you know coming from your hometown, so I I. You were bringing up some stuff to me that, you know, of course, I couldn't really relate to as far as like having like somebody from your your home city, you know, being able to bring in this type of crowd. Mm-hmm. What was your reaction to that as far as just seeing like, wow, all these different athletes coming out from the NFL, the NBA to, yeah. to rappers? Yeah. Um, like boxers. I was just kind of we was just talking off mic and I was off the mic and I was just telling that, you know, being from Baltimore um, is just like a different um, perspective it's like it, it's a real proud moment and you know we, we never really had a boxer definitely not a, a fighter to make it to the level that Tank Davis is you know on right now and um, it's just exciting you know we die hard fans and um, we gonna ride with him to the end at, you know what I'm saying it's gonna be hard to talk yeah. bad about Tank Davis to a Baltimore person because um you know, he he, he he's kind of like what, what, what we see is what the city is about. Ain't? It's a lot of poverty, violence. It's a lot of bad stuff going on, but we push through and just make it to another level. That's that's what Baltimore. That's been our life. So just to see him do it is such a major scale is super, super, super inspirational to other kids in the city. Who are looking at him? The whole city, the whole world, watching right now, man. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. They watching a kid from the wrong side of the tracks make it to the top level. He's he's rolling with Floyd Mayweather. He's Floyd Mayweather's son. Yeah, you it's know like, what I'm it's saying. Like he owned the train. No, it, it, it's, it's you can't imagine how that's stimulating kids on the street who fighting for free. <laughs> you know what I'm saying. I mean, and I'm not even saying that 
it's going to steer. He's motivating kids to be fighters. It's just that dream that dreams come true. You know what yeah. I'm saying? That you might want to be president or whatever you might want to be, but to seeing a guy like Tank do what he wanted to do, it's motivating. Trust me, at because mm-hmm. in the city like Baltimore, you don't see a lot of good things like that. So a guy who the city can relate to, this is not a bougie guy or a guy that's up, he's a guy down in the trenches that we can relate to, mm-hmm. made it to the other side. It's, 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 it's a really connecting thing and um i was in of, of awe of you know the type of people that came out to support tank davis he was the main event you know what i'm saying so this star power you know a lot of people from baltimore went down to atlanta atlanta i mean he pretty much sold out the arena what was it Twenty thousand seat arena yeah so it was 90 95 percent yeah it's like yeah 16 17 000 there so it was, yeah. it was full it was full yeah so um those things being that type of draw at this stage in his career um, that's that's a real good look. So, like I said, um, you know the Baltimoreans, we definitely you know proud for them, and you know we, we rocking with them. I mean, people quick to say, you know, oh, if he fights Devin Haney, if he does this, if he does, but I, I'm not going to debate it. We just had to see it, right? But I, but I don't believe that Lomachenko can take one of them punches on the chin. No, I really don't. He's been dropped by less. Yeah. He's been dropped by a guy that tank steamrolled. Yeah. So I have to see that before I, I, I hop on that train or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Devin Haney, that's a different story. That's something we had to see. Right. But right. all of, all of these things we have to see, but I'm not writing him off because of one fight. You know what I'm saying? By no means. Not not a fight that he pitched the shutout and knocked the guy out. You know yeah. what I'm saying? A gold medal yeah. winner. Not writing him off after that. Ain't. Oh, yeah, definitely. I agree, man. Um, And going back to what you were saying, too, like him being his age, 25, right? Yeah, 25. 25 years old. And able to bring in these big crowds that some of the older fighters never did bring in. That's that's crazy too, because it's like you were saying. Um, a lot of people from Baltimore are probably feeling like they had a little personal stake in him. Yeah. So they yeah. coming out feeling like you know, yeah. you know, we gotta see him. We you gotta know, see. It's him. gonna push us to feel better. You exactly. know what I mean? So exactly. It, and I think exactly. that's something a lot of um. It's a good point. People who kind of have cities behind them. That's how you get big attractions. You know, that's yeah. one of the keys to being a superstar. You know, or a real superstar, yeah. not not some factory made. You know, absolutely. You know, a real dude, kind of like it, it could be the, the the building of you know another fighter like a Manny. Yeah, you know what I mean. You got you get the right people behind you for the right reasons. Then and you, you can go some, far. Yeah, you can, you go, can far. go far. You definitely can go far. I mean, you know, the same token. I mean, the young man is human. He's a young kid. I mean, he got issues that he dealing with like like anybody else you know we have to sit back and watch what, what, what he does but the future looks really bright and yeah. if he can stay yeah. focused and dedicated the, the future looks really bright for him yeah. and that's exciting being from baltimore City. Yeah. you know a kid yeah. making it to those those types of levels you know it is because i just watched some interviews on him before and like even whenever i heard people talk about him and i have to kind of Say you know well you don't know him I'm like you don't know where he's from so I yeah. just explain different things about I, him exactly even I don't know him but exactly. I'm just like you know, you you know he's from here and like this is why he is the way he is you know exactly. you just got to tell some it, people that because they're already going to I'm just like okay maybe he's not for you you know right. what I mean that's why he's running for these he's he's in there for these people over here you know what I mean and, I mean and the thing about if you're a fight fan that I mean all we worried about that's is what you're worried. doing in the right. ring anyway and he knocking people out who right. don't like knockouts you know what I'm saying so. Uh, somebody brought up a good point earlier. They were saying that Tank is like guilty by association, and he is going to catch some hate from just rolling with Floyd Mayweather. 
Yeah. At the end of the yeah. day, too, man. You know, even though they like separate, Tank does his own. It's not like he riding Floyd Mayweather coattail. He do his own thing, but yeah. he is catching some of that heat, too, from just who he associated with. And, yeah. you know, it is what it is. You know, I, I, I like to take some hate being associated <laughs> with Floyd Mayweather. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I take that any day. So it, it's, it's just one of those things, man. I mean, certain things. I mean, think and i mean a, a, a champion from africa are we gonna be able to understand or relate to where he came from a champion manny pacquiao can we relate to a third world country right. selling pocketbooks on the dirt road can right. we relate to those right. things it's a lot of things yeah. we can't relate to you know what i'm saying yeah. but that don't stop us from liking what we see in the ring a lot of people are not gonna be able to relate to tank they wasn't in the foster system they didn't right. come from pennsylvania avenue mm-hmm. and they didn't deal with any of the things that mm-hmm. he dealt with you know so Personally, you might not be able to relate to him, but I'm not trying to be relating to people. I just like to you see, like you know, yeah. that's an organic thing. That yeah. happens naturally. It I don't does, yeah. make it, make myself connect to a guy. You either connect or you don't. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? But um, well, it's like this, too. It's like, you know, people aren't really used to it. You know, like like you were just saying, OK, even Africans, they can have a champion. You have to have a champion. Mexicans, they have a champion. But black Americans it's hard for them to get somebody to ride and when you do have somebody to ride behind it's kind of like you know hold a minute why you riding with a criminal how crazy is that (laughs) yeah it's the craziest thing it's the craziest thing you know what I'm saying Um, that's why for me it's just like anytime I can see somebody from a big city like that and come out of it and then have them to look behind me I'm like that's a good thing you know right like I said I don't you know I'm not from there but I'm like yeah man he can ride because they have somebody to represent, you know. Have somebody to represent, yeah. and that, and that, and that makes a difference. And like you say, you know, when you got somebody out here, you know, think. I mean, that's extra pressure on Tank. You know, they, the yeah. whole city, all oh, man, everybody. Yeah. You know, what I mean, he looking out in the crowd, see every all these familiar faces. That's yeah. pressure to him, but his motivation probably too at the same time. You know, like yeah, yeah I got the city on my back. I'm, I, I, I need that. I need right. y'all here. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, um, you know. The Tank Davis story, man, it, you know, it's still it's still unfolding and, and, and we'll see. But at the end of the day, he's definitely a player at, like he said, 130 and 135 or whatever. And uh, we just had to see see what happens, man. You know, mm-hmm. We had to see what happens. You mm-hmm. know, people going to say this the ducking. Oh, yeah, I mean, come on, man. You know, when people want to fight, they fight. You know what I mean? Because people saying these names, I bet he won't do something. But those fights don't probably not that easy to make either. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That, you think they are? I mean, you think tomorrow he could just fight a Lomachenko or right. a Devin Haney or even Tiafimo? I mean, all of those are great fights for him. But I mean, some of those guys could fight each other too, and I mean, yeah. why is it the tank? Right. Why he got the target on his back? You know what I'm saying? And it just shows you whenever you're a fan of boxing, you're gonna take time to understand the things behind the scenes because it's right. like you can look. We we say fighters, we know. Another fighter is not scared of another fighter, like exactly. Tank or Lomachenko. No, nobody's scared, but what about their promoters? They could be scared. For they them. could be scared for me, exactly. You know, you he know. might be bashing up my meal ticket. You know what I mean? Or my long money. So you got to factor in that, exactly. And then there's just so many other you know ways they're gonna get around it. So I mean, Tank it, ended the fight saying, you know, he ended the post fight saying he'll fight any of them. So exactly. That's all I want to hear. You know? I mean, what more can you? Ask from a fighter, you get mad when they duck and dodge questions. You brought the question up, question up, and you know he answered it. I mean, he's doing what what we kind of really expect from him, man. And like I said, that the the main thing that really sealed the deal was after the fight, just being humble and you know what yeah. I'm saying being soft spoken. 
you know, really speaking from the heart, you know, voice kind of cracking like that was mm-hmm. it was emotional for him, it seemed like or whatever. But um, that that's type of stuff wins fans that yeah. it does, you know, even his ring interests. He's not really like hyped. Hey, he, he's just like, chilling he's not, like, he's like, like, yo, I'm ready to walk you know? that. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Exactly. Yeah. Everything is uh, cool, calm and collected or whatever. But but yeah, man. But on, on to that, the, the other the co-main event. Eh? Oh, you man. Know? Uh, yeah. This one, I, I honestly felt like, yeah, boy, it's going to be the highlight, man. Um, Jean Pascal and uh, Badu Jack, again, man, Pascal, he be pulling something out of his sleeve, man. Yeah, um, man. Um, like, I had, I had, I definitely didn't anticipate this type of, this type of war. I mean, Badu Jack is, what, 36? He ain't, yeah, yeah he 36. 36, he 30, you John, know, John is 37. He's probably older in boxing. Yeah, yeah, so I'm like, you know, we got Badu Jack, who's a slow starter, doesn't do any one thing great or spectacular. And then we got old Pascal, you know, and, yeah. um, but man, I was, I was in for a surprise because it was fireworks from uh, start to finish with that fight, man. And that's the thing, like you were saying with uh, Badu Jack, man, there, for me, like I said, I'm a fan of him, but there comes a point whenever you kind of got to say, you know, what didn't work in the past few fights, I might need to really step on it. You know what I mean? Like being a slow starter, you know, commentators already said, you know, being a slow starter might cost him. And I think it, like I tell you, I felt like he did enough to win the fight, but sometimes doing enough ain't to win with the judges, you know? And just think about it, if the commentators and the fans know you a slow starter, right? Mm-hmm. What makes you think your opponent doesn't know that you a slow starter, right? Right. And he won't capitalize on you being a slow starter. If I know a person is a slow starter, I'm going to just be staying around, Zan, mm-hmm. you know, staying busy and then around, staying around, doing kind of what Pascal mm-hmm. was. I mean, that's common sense. Yeah. It's common sense. I mean, that's public information. If I know you're a slow starter, I'm going to capitalize on that. Well, let me ask you this. How, how important is it for you to be a fighter, a, a, you know, a different fighter all the time and not just one-dimensional? You know what I mean? You can kind of have your style, but you got to know when to switch gears. I mean, the reasons that we call some of the greats out here the greats is because we see them doing that and yeah, you know making adjustments leveling mm-hmm. up Floyd Mayweather Andre Ward I mean you know as of late Terrence Crawford you know we seeing guys show that yo you can't be one dimensional in here you know you, right. I, 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 if you can anticipate it then it's, it's, it's over yeah you know what I'm saying? And um, a guy got to know that. Like you say, you know, Badu Jack. I love Badu Jack. I mean, any, any fighter that's humble, man, I I, 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 I I love, you know. I mean, got a lot of respect for it. Let me say that, you know. And Badu Jack, from day one, he ain't been nothing but a, a humble, cool guy with a ton of heart. You know, yeah. that's the key thing on it. You know I mean? The dude, the heart is immeasurable Yeah. that um he shows when he's in the ring, man. So I'm definitely a big fan of him. But, you know, it sucks that... You know, a good guy. You know that's not that that don't that don't get the win. Yeah, you know what I'm yeah. saying. You really have to, like you say, and you know, say, yo, I've been doing this the first half of my career. All right, maybe I need to start doing this because you know I keep I'm right Falling there. Short. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm right there. It's not it's like I'm getting short. blown yeah. out. Yeah. You know what I'm saying. I'm right yeah. there. 
Because to me, you know it's, what I'm saying? like you were saying, it's definitely not like a courage or heart thing. You know, we've seen no. the fight through the blood. So to me, it might just be more of an IQ thing where you got to say, I'm dealing with guys who are going to try to capitalize on me being slow. Now, you yeah. got to be in that mentality where he just got to say, you know, I got to start fighting more. You know, I, I can't take off. It, like, one thing for me about Bob Durant, and I don't know if 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 that is the case but he's like a real quiet soft-spoken guy mm-hmm. but when i see him in the ring he really don't seem confident of himself you know what i'm saying he he i i don't get that that he believes i can i, I can hurt this guy i can do you know what i mean mm-hmm. he's just laser focused doing everything fundamentally sound you know like saying that if i do the exact one two that's guaranteed to work. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I don't see him having confidence in himself like that. I don't know. That that's just, you know, my perception of watching him fight or whatever. But it could be because like I said, I'm watching the Pascal fight. This he thirty seven. I mean, this dude exploding like an MMA fighter. And I mean, he just yeah. out of nowhere, just boom. Yeah. Exploding combination, punches out everywhere. I mean, every couple of minutes he was exploding and I'm like, yo, my dude. How, how you think the judges seeing that, Badu? Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying. Because uh, my, I, I can't remember if it was a commentator or if it was something that popped in my mind in them early rounds that made me just start saying, "Badu need to step on it." I was like, there, there are rounds where, but Pascal's not hitting him clean, but he's, you know, sometimes Pacquiao do that. You know, what I mean, yeah, He'll, yeah, yeah. That's why I say know, that's that, all you need. That's what I'm saying. That's all you need. Yeah. I mean, he, he. The punches are coming unorthodox, dude. You can't really mm-hmm. move out the way because they coming from all angles. Yeah. But they were all of them wasn't landing, but some of them was landing, yeah. going upside the head, going to the body. I mean, he was catching yeah. by do a lot too. But yeah. like you say, I mean, if he threw four punches, one or two of them might have landed. Yeah. Good anyway. Right. And you then know. they're not throwing back. Yeah. So. And and then that the intentions he was throwing them punches with. You oh, know what I'm man. saying? Yeah, the, the, yeah. the third, the judge, the third, you know, some people say you know, effective aggressiveness. He was mm-hmm. throwing the more effective shots or whatever. Yeah. And every punch he threw was with bad intentions. It so, was, yeah. you know, yeah. yeah, you know, power punches, all those were power mm-hmm. will be considered power punches. Yeah. The way he was yeah, throwing them. Throwing so, them, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Um, you know, it, it, it is a chess, it is a chess match in there as well. And it's a fight, but it's a chess match too, you know, because yeah. chest and, and at the same time, impressing. You know, now you already mentioned that the judges you're you're trying to impress them, that, and and that's know? like the chess match of it because yeah. I could win the fight in the ring, but I got to win it to three different yeah. individual people mm-hmm. who they not even comparing notes. Yeah, so I got to win the fight like four times right. if I don't knock the guy out. Right, I got to yeah. win it in the ring, then I got to convince three mm-hmm. separate judges that I won. And I think with Pascal, that's something we never mentioned before. It's like. He ain't the best boxer, the best fighter, but he 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 knows how to win the judges over with that style. You yeah. know what I mean? Like yeah. sometimes having yeah. a different type of style, you know, a type of active style, or just something that can you know blind or, or, or astound the judges, then that then that's how you win a fight too. You know, because yeah. Badu Jack, mm-hmm. like I said, he was winning. If you if you're a if you're a boxing trainer, you're a hardcore fan, you're gonna say he's doing everything right. Right, fundamentally. You know, but those early rounds you know plus the knockdown had him behind but everything else he was doing fundamentally as far as connecting but pascal is banging that body you know that's what i'm saying that's what i'm saying like he he he, he was doing like i said he he was approaching it as it was a math problem you know what i'm saying one plus one always equals Mm -hmm. two 
sometimes you got to get crazy in there. And I don't think mm-hmm. you can just do the math problem because you had to convince these people who might not be looking at it. Right. Math right. wise. Right. They, they, they might be going, doing some physics. They want to see some force. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They might mm-hmm. be, you know, measuring different things. So like I say, Badu, it'd be good to see him open up one time and just what's his name. But I know why he did that, that first round knockout. And he know the chin is kind of, you know, it's kind of questionable. So, I mean, that's why, that's why I think kind of keeps him from just coming out that shell sometimes and taking it to a guy. Cause sometimes you got to do that. Eh? That's one thing about the, you know, the tank fight. Sometimes you seen that pit bull come out that boy. Mm-hmm. And I love that. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah. They in the trenches, they slinging each other. Then he just come yeah, out just yeah. mauling. And sometimes mm-hmm. you got to do that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Badu Jack, he ain't, he ain't going to come out that line. He doing, uh, uh-uh. uh, one, one, two, yeah. you know, he going to do exactly yeah. what, yeah. which is a great thing too. But, you see it's not been working for you right yeah yeah not you know great but good thing yeah yeah it's yeah. like it can be good but yeah it's like you're saying to be great you gotta step out of it yeah sometimes you, know, you gotta do you, you gotta take risks you know like, what i mean going back to the tank thing like there were times when gambo was grabbing grabbing so what did what did uh calm say again go up the middle of that body stabbing i start spinning yeah. so spinning yeah, you know head yeah. with the penitentiary penitentiary what i mean by that is take the knife to him blam 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 yeah. I, I love that that be more right. stuff right there because while they focus up here they ain't gonna feel that coming so exactly. you gotta hit them where they ain't exactly. expecting it exactly. and that's the thing yeah going by do man it's like doing everything fundamentally isn't always you know going to get you to win man like it's good to have those fundamentals, but you got to make them your own. Yeah, I mean, because it's such a wild, a fight is, is an animal, eh? mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? And I mean, 90% of the times, the fundamentals will work, but, you know, I mean, the fundamentals don't work if it's if you're in a gunfight. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It depends on yeah. the battle, you know yeah. what I mean? And it's always good to know the fundamentals, because I think that even when you step out of the fundamentals, they're still there. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I know the proper place to have my foot and I know how to have my balance. I'm just mm-hmm. doing something a little different. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I think it's it's important to know those fundamentals, but sometimes you got to bend them and twist them. And, you know, I mean, we see guys all the time that are being technical, but out the box sometimes too. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah they, they always got to try to make something different a little bit. Take, take it, you know, Again, going to them judges when they see, oh man, he ain't textbook. You know, he right. he going around, he right. doing this, he right. flashy, right. and like my question about Jean Pascal, man, what's up, man? Like, <laughs> you know, he's like becoming this new type of fighter all of a sudden, resurrected, yeah. man. Like, I mean, you know, he was never one to me, like not in the same realm as a Bobby Jack, but he was always that guy who was never like fully step up either. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, he had this weird style, but. There was times whenever we we never really seen him fully commit either. Like, yeah, do you think he want a new thing now, man? I mean, like, well, resurrecting. I'm gonna just bring this up because we both we didn't watch the fight together and we both had the same thought. Um, you know, which was funny how we thought that man he ain't look like that against Kovalev. You know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. um, had he had he did look like Kovalev we might have seen some different some different fights had he you know performed like that in the Kovalev fight but you know what it is and you know uh what they say uh innocent until proven guilty but you know I mean he was raising some eyebrows with just with some some of the things you know people were seeing you know um physical stature you know physical yeah. you know some stamina stamina 
You know, I mean, and then he was eating some shots. He was, you know, he 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 was eating some shots. He got hurt a couple of times, but he wasn't going down. You know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah. they got stuff for all that. <laughs> you know what I mean? So just like I say, yeah. I mean, we just looking at it from human nature. You know, older man, he coming. I mean, his traps was 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 busting out his. Yeah, you know, think about young look, look, yeah. That's why I say, him, you yeah. know, Badu was only a year younger than him, but. You know, I mean, you look at the bodies. I mean, Badu looked like he was the old man because he didn't have yeah. too much of a physique. You know right, what I'm saying? Right. He was in shape, but he, he wasn't chiseled up like like the older guy. But, you know, like I say, I hope that ain't the case. But definitely a couple of eyebrows got raised because of the performance. You know, people, you know, speculating, you know, back kind of broken out. Just a couple of things. I mean, we we not reaching. It's just this is the, the, the state of the game now. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. the state of the game. I, I, yeah, I was just looking at that too because it was like, man, like by the mid rounds, Badu was hitting this dude with harder shots than the Kovalev jab. Yeah. But the Kovalev jab had him shook in that yeah. fight, both fights. Yeah. And I was always like, do something, get behind that jab, go to the body. Like you doing, you know, all of a sudden in the Badu Jack fight, he was releasing the new energy I ain't never seen before. Like he I wasn't mean, doing this back when he was in his prime. In you know? his prime, he wasn't this like just a. I mean, he was just energized, man. Um. It definitely wasn't, and that's why I say, and it, you know, had I known he was gonna come out there like the Tasmanian Devil, I probably would have been looking at this fight a little different. Right. But <laughs> yeah. you know, I was anticipating just regular Pascal. You know, we we got Badu, regular Badu, but you know, um, Pascal. I mean, he 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 said he stepped it up, man. Hopefully, he stepped it up the right way. You know, I if he so. did, you know, all, yeah. all props to him, man. I love to see the old guy. You know, still hanging there, man. Yeah. You know, yeah. and I mean, for us, you know, we just like we always do. We speak the real because it's like it, what we talking about. It's a part of the game too. You know what I mean? We yeah. don't want it part of it, but as many fighters we've seen, you know, you know, this happened too. You know, we we can't factor it out. Right. We right, cannot factor right, it right, out, right. man. And then just like like you say, and just you know, watching a lot of fights and. Just knowing life, just you know, human nature, certain things you just know that that's not the way they normally go, right? <laughs> you feel right, me, right? So, not to say it, it can't ever go that way, but normally this don't happen like that. So, when something start, you know, steps outside of those realms, you know, people raise raise their eyebrows, yeah, exactly. Cool, it's like you, you know? said, we've seen one too many Pascal fights to say, you know, yeah. this this is him, you know, yeah, so. yeah, it, it, it's not <laughs> yeah. that I'm an expert and this is and the other, but I've watched. Probably all of his his fights, definitely the major fights, back to the early two thousands and um, mm-hmm. mid two thousands and um, you know, I mean, I was familiar, I was familiar with him. You know, that's <laughs> all I'm saying. I mean, for real, yeah, man. You know, but um, as far as the decision went, again, like we were saying, uh, for me, I guess, like I said, <clears throat> I feel Badu did enough to win, but. Yeah. It's just them them realms that you got to step out of because you got to impress them three old people sitting down there that right. don't actually know boxing all the right. time. But do you think it, would you in any way say it was a robbery to you? Um, I mean, yeah, I mean, it it it, 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 it like fifty fights this year, and it makes a case mm, for yeah, it. Definitely yeah. make a case for yeah. it. You know what I mean? Because I mean, people see things different. Floyd Mayweather. Thought it made a case for it. Badu thought he had it, but they were celebrating. And I, and I was saying that to myself. I was like, Badu, you need to wait till the decision read. You know what I'm saying? Um, you know, because he was kind of celebrating before they even did that or whatever. But um, 
Yeah, man. It, it, I mean, it, 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 it sucks. It sucks. But but like I say, and it's definitely, you know, on the table to be debated whether it was a robbery or not or whatever. But, like, you know, like I was thinking. I mean, because there's so many ways to look at it. John Pascal was a champion at, you know what I'm saying? I mean, mm-hmm. Badu. He was fun. He was scoring. He was landing. But did he? Did he? Did he take the belts from the champion? You know what I'm saying? Right. And then it's like the champion. The champion. The, the, the guy you was fighting was taking it to you. You know you didn't dominate him. You know what I mean? It just. That's why I say. That's why I kind of came to a draw. And would have been the right thing to do. That could have. Yeah. You know. Especially when you got two knockdowns and a lot of back and forth. Close yeah, back rounds, and forth. You know? you know. And then I mean, even the knockdowns. I mean. If, they automatically was 10 8, 10, 8 rounds, right? Mm-hmm. But the judges might have looked at how hurt Badu was as opposed to Pascal's knockdown. You right. know what I'm saying? Because he just really, like, it was more of an off balance. He, like, bounced into the ropes and bounced right True. back up. Yeah, because, yeah, when he swung, the, that force knocked that him, force it, knocked took him down. down. And then he just counted yeah. it. So, okay. yeah, it wasn't really full on knockdown. I agree. Yeah. I, I was worried about Badu. His yeah. legs was all over yeah, the place. Yeah, when he, yeah, when he you know what down, I'm saying? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Had, had that been a longer round, he might not have made it out of there. So, I'm just saying, you never know what three different people going to see. Eh? And, and then including the ref. The ref in there, he's he seeing his own thing. Exactly. You know, mm-hmm. he's seeing his own thing. The cornermen seeing their own thing. The fighters seeing something. It's a lot of eyes seeing a lot of different things. And, and and the one thing we can always just say is, I mean, is a knockout is just undisputable. You know exactly, what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, we hate to turn guys into head-hunting knockout artists, but, you know, it's just yeah. we have been plagued with these type of fights all year. And you know what I'm saying? It's not a bad thing because they've been good fights, but they've been so good that they went 12 rounds and, you know, everybody canceled, everybody's skills canceled, everybody's skills out, and they went 12 rounds, and we can't, we still don't have answers. Right. And that's the thing, too, like, with knockouts, anything could have been happening in the fight, but I'm satisfied whenever I, it ends in a knockout. And, and look, and, 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 and it's, because I just thought about that, too, it's like, like you say, my favorite fighter can beat your the breaks off you for eleven rounds and fifty nine seconds, but if you clip him in that one second and win, that's nothing I can say. It's nothing you can say. It's nothing I, I mm-hmm. you know. I mean, I'm gonna say well, he was winning up to that point, but that don't hold no weight. You know what right, I'm saying? Right. I, you, I you am gonna say arguing, that. Oh man, he did this and that for eleven yeah. rounds, but what did my fighter do? It, he it, ended it, it, it. And that's just that's that's like the the, the the bittersweet thing about boxing yeah. man you know what i'm saying you you know you know football if i got a 30 point lead it's over you know and in other sports if you get a big enough lead the game is done we ain't even gotta go the full thing yeah it's why over. We still, yeah why we still here you know what you know? Saying? <laughs> we're fighting no you got to go to you know somebody drop or the end of 12 rounds you know what i'm saying and it's just dangerous up until that 12 round you know i mean some of the times that badu jack had pascal railing those was the times i was worried because i'm thinking this he's crazy yeah. this is the time he will lob one of them shots out badu yeah and counter you and hurt you you know what i'm saying right because right. he is hurt so um like i say man but uh it, it definitely was it was entertaining it was entertaining 
night of fights and you know what I'm saying even the undercards you know um, they had a lot of fighters from you know Tank's gym they all uh, came Louis, down to Louis one Iceman, yeah Louis right? Iceman yeah I mean did it again yeah, yeah knockout, you, know you know what I'm saying um, so Baltimore went 4-0 that night so it was just a real good yeah. look and back to that and like we were talking about earlier just you know it, it is just a good feeling just seeing a guy do good things and hearing people say good things about a guy from the city. You know, you hear a lot of bad news, but it's good to see celebrities and people really, you know, wanting to be and support, you know, Tank Davis. So, you know, it it, it is a good feeling. You know, if he was getting beat up, it'd be a different feeling, man. You know what I'm saying? I don't know how the city would be, you know what it would be. But um, right now he got us hooked. And I mean, like I say, I mean, when lose a draw, I'm a rock with him. You know, he from, he, he from, from the hometown, but... You know, in the same token, you got to call it how you see it. You know, I mean, if he wound up taking the left and turn it to a, a, a journeyman or a gatekeeper, that's how I'm going to call it. I'm not going to say he great if he a gatekeeper. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. As much as I like him, Terrence Crawford, you know, some of my favorite guys. I mean, right now I'm, 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 I'm riding their back because they haven't shown me nothing to really pull back off of. Anybody can have a bad night, but these both of these people still came out with knockout victories. I mean... It's no different from what Jamel Charlo did. I mean, some people had Harrison up. A lot of people had Harrison up, but... He ended Yeah, he came with the KO. And right. like we just said, it don't matter who was winning all the rest of them rounds. You know what I'm saying? Hey, Wilder King Kong, you know? man. Rematch. Rematch, you know what I'm yeah. saying? So, th- 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 that's, how, that's, how, that's how you do it, eh? you know what I mean? But yeah, man, look. Uh, Badu Jack... Pascal, like I said, I didn't know these two mid thirty dudes were gonna come and bang like that, put on a good fight. But um, just looking at the Instagram too, man, like when they took a picture together, man, Pascal was marked up. Yeah, he was marked up. So I was like, I know Bobby Jack feels a certain way, man. If they want to do it again, I'd like to see a rematch. For, you know, uh, I mean, but Bobby I, I, Jack I would step it up. Man. Yeah, and I didn't really. I didn't really get so much that Pascal wanted to do it again. I mean, it was a rough fight for Pascal. I mean, he was hurt like several times that night. I mean, railing. He was hurt railing, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, Around the ring, yeah. holding for dear life. So, you know, like I say, I mean, people want to see these trilogies, Jamel Charlo and Harrison and, you know, this one right here. But are these people really willing to do that? You know, the Anthony Joshua and the Reed. Do you think Anthony Joshua – would take another unnecessary risk with them, you know. What well, okay, what happens with Andy Dutrain this time? You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Yeah. You think he's willing to do that for the right. money that will be on the table? I don't think it's enough money on the table for him to really take that chance right now, you know. Yeah. I mean, yeah. he'd rather lose to a Wilder than to lose to a Ruiz again. You feel me? Yeah, because it's gonna make him feel a certain way. It's gonna make him feel a certain way, eh? Because Wilder already got him in a certain mind state, but you know, the Ruiz thing was so behind the back that he was like yeah, shook. That's, and that's what I'm saying. Like some some of these trilogies, you know, they ain't the risk ain't worth the reward at. So uh, we had to see if we'd see him. You know what I mean? Like Jamel Charlo. I mean, do he really want to? I mean. Go back and entertain Harrison again and, and, and take a chance on getting outpointed again by three judges. I right. mean, is he willing to take that chance again for the money? You know, <laughs> that that fight so. would really generate, you know. So, I mean, I get that part of it, and it's definitely chess. You know what <laughs> it, I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, you know, I mean, Badu J, Pascal, at this state in his game, do he want to go through another hard fight like that? That was a hard fight. Yeah, he really that wasn't no easy win. Yeah. yeah, it wasn't like hard twelve round fight. Yeah, 
Yeah, and that's the thing, man. Like these guys, they you know we, we can't really say if they built for it anymore. You know what I mean? Yeah, like I, you could train yeah. all day, but one day that might be the day you get laid out. Exactly. You know, because I I was anticipating it. I was anticipating a stoppage for real. I, I thought there was gonna be a stoppage in like the mid rounds, like either. Either body was gonna was gonna stop. Um, I, either way. Oh, either way. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, yeah. And it, 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 I'm glad you said that because it, it was that type of fight. It was that type. Yeah. It had you on the edge of your seat anytime any either guy could go because they were landing on each mm. other like that, and it was going back and forth. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And um, you know, Badu, he actually showed that weakness first in the fourth round. Mm-hmm. You know, but again that questionable you know pascal he 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 stayed in it you know he stayed in even though he was like wobbling here and there but real quick man before we do jump off this one man i was just looking at his record man from the whole decade you know pascal dude could have been great just off of the dudes he fought man look starting in 2010 he fought b-hop twice Mm -hmm. fought kovalev twice fought leader alvarez fought bibble uh, beat Marcus Brown and Badu Jack. Uh, Butte, he beat him. From the, you know, super middleweight mm-hmm. champion. So he he had a lot of, yeah, know, that's a lot of potential resume, fights, yeah. you know. So it, it was just like, you know, again, that mental thing. You know, you got to be in there, you know. Like he had yeah. the style, you know, to give these guys trouble, but he was never, like, committed all committed the time. Committed to you it, know? you know. Um, he definitely been in there with all the names from, from that era, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, man. But um, jumping on to this next topic, man, I'm just kind of going back to this. Uh, you know, lo- looking back at the whole decade, like we said, it was just some things that, you know, we kind of forgot in boxing, you know, from 2010 to now. Mm. But as a whole, man, like who are some of the, the fighters? I know we could probably pick one big fighter as like fighter of the decade. But like who are some of the fighters you felt really made noise for you just throughout this past era? Um. Throughout the era, I mean, a lot of guys in the last 10 years have done some probably good things, but I'm talking about who has been on a steady forward, you know, momentum, you know what I'm saying, since they've been in the game. And um, it's not a whole lot of them, (laughs) you know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. So um, I mean, I'm 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 gonna kick it off with my boy, you know, Terrence Crawford. Just um, what 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 he has already accomplished in the game, and when we watch him fight, the skill set that we see he possesses, and having that skill set, what, what what can you do in in, in the game? You know what I mean? How far can you take that natural gift? You know what I'm saying? Um, So definitely, you know, he's one of the newer guys that we can put in the, you know, the last 10 year, you know, last decade um, category. But like I say, it's not it's not too many, you know, outside of him, Andre Ward, you know what I'm saying that? You know, I mean, you got guys these tanking Devin. They ain't been around ten years yet. Mm-hmm. So, you know, Adrian Brown, they ain't been around ten years yet. Mm-hmm. You know, that's what I say is is it's almost kind of hard to do because they have exploded onto the boxing scene, but they don't really have no. And that's how Ant, we can say when I say all these guys 
a lot of things still remain to be seen. None of them have been tested because we can't even go back 10 years, dog. Right. We can't even go back 10 years yeah. and do a check yeah. on them yet. They ain't yeah. been in the game long mm-hmm. enough to say, oh, he did this, he did that. You know, it's only a few of them mm-hmm. that, that we can do that with. So that's how you know that y'all still got a lot of stuff to prove. Still you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. You know, but, um, you know, like I said, Terrence Crawford, of course, you know, um, Andre Ward. Um, we can go into like why and, but I'm just trying to think of uh, like the few names that of like a a second tier oh, okay. type of fighters that. Well, you know, uh, I kind of go in with you on uh, Terrence Crawford. Yeah, I agree with him because like when I saw him hit the scene, it was like that next coming of a you know a Floyd or a Roy in the next era where it was like we seeing a complete fighter, you know. And like one of the things I was always saying, like even when I first started watching him, I was like, he got a gift. That was always mm-hmm. something I associated with him. It, it just wasn't skill. It was like he stands out, you know, when he was in these lower weights to 140. I was mm-hmm. like, you know, he, he's he got he's got dog in him. You know, he's a complete fighter. You know, he, he can take the jab and do different things. But, you know, switch hitting. Right. It, to me, he was just like an all-around gifted fighter. And I felt like what he's done as far as a multi-division world champion in 10 years, you know, you ain't seen too many do that. Of course, you know, stepping out of the realms of the Mannies and Caleb. Yeah, exactly. But like, as far as like him just being that one that just come out the amateurs and just, you know, made 140 his own and then moving up to 147, I was, I was impressed by him, you know? Yeah. But yeah, definitely Andre Ward too, because 2010, he closed and won the, um, super six, super six, you know, I mean, and face every name in that era. Like I say, You know, you start getting to the end of of the decade. You know, you can only put his name, attach him to a few few names. But that's why you got to look, go back the decade and really see the type of work that you know this man put in. I mean, he mm-hmm. had the, what the two year layoff with the the management issues or whatever he was going through. You know, mm-hmm. on the business side. But other than that, you know, he's definitely another honorable mention name. And real quick, and um. The, the the three the, the two guys we named so far, Terrence Crawford and Andre Ward, the one thing that they didn't really kind of have was like the star power, the yeah. draw. They weren't big drawers, you know. Well, Andre Ward wasn't a big draw as of now. Terrence Crawford is not a huge draw. Um, the, these guys aren't like transcending the sport, you know. I mean. In the age of the internet, you know, you got people doing little commercials and all types of endorsements or whatever. But, you know, you got some guys going above and beyond that branding itself. You know, something like a Deontay Wilder getting the burgers, you know, staying out in England or whatever. Just going above and beyond what they just throwing on the table for you. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And um, these these guys, I mean, and, and, and the thing is, and that's some people. Some people it's not. You know, it's not a knock on these guys. You know, everybody can't be a big draw. I mean, mm-hmm. cause even with the bigger draw you are really the bigger, probably annoyances and you know, your fame level is higher. You can't go here. You can't, you know, your family needs security. You know what I'm saying? Right. The, the more yeah. you go up, it, it, it more comes with it too. Right. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah. Cause it's like this in the outside world, you got people who can impact certain people, but you know, they're more content where they are. You well, know, I'm like, more content you know, where they are. I can go to the movie a, theater if I want yeah. to, you know what I'm saying? I can go right. to the mall and not, really be him i'm a millionaire mm-hmm. i got all the things right. that all these guys got but you know i'm mm-hmm. cool with where i'm at with it exactly or you might just have even like a a teacher or college professor that's making their 
making their statement by pushing other kids, you know what I mean? Like yeah. on that level, but Absolutely. they're not like out of the box, like a big scientist or right. something, you know, where right. they're always, you know, being hounded. So I think that Andre Ward, his level ain't that star power of Mayweather, but it's impactful, you know? Yeah. I mean, that now, I mean, and those are two different things. I yeah. mean, star power drawing is different from being, to, in my opinion, impactful because, mm-hmm. You got some guys who have been impactful, who ain't a draw at all, who ain't famous, you know, but mm-hmm. the things that, I mean, some of the things that Danny Jacobs have done, I would say is impactful. And yeah, I mean, yeah. being a cancer survivor, coming back, showing people that, mm-hmm. you know, never give up. You can, you can do it. Coming back, becoming a champion after something like that. That was impactful. That's impactful. So, yeah. you know, like we're going to get to Manny, but the stuff Manny has done has been impactful, impactful to the game. You know this, what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. Building houses for everybody in the Philippines. Just, just you know, the list goes on and on. Some of the things that these guys are doing, where the phrase we say you're champion inside the ring and outside the ring. That's what we're talking about. You know, some of mm-hmm. these things because it's not just fighting. That it's it's way bigger than fighting. You know, fighting is like I always say the last part of it. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Because that's yeah. a half an hour. Yeah. You gotta be a fighter. All the rest of the all days the and days months, and, and months. Uh, you yeah. know what I mean. You only actually fight for half yeah. an hour. <laughs> you feel me? Because everything so, you do outside that ring and whatever affects that performance. Affects that you performance. Know, a lot of people just don't you know? ever look at it that so, way. But um, I, I think another one for me, you know, definitely I'm gonna say, as far as like impactful in this decade was Deontay Wilder. You know, yeah, I, I say yeah. that because you know. Yeah. We haven't had an American heavyweight champion to root yeah. for. You know, last time it was the Klitschko era, and, you know, people were complaining about that. But now we got somebody who's knocking people out, giving y'all shows. You know, Helder's built 10 title defenses. Absolutely. And, again, you know, he's um he's outspoken. Mm. You know, he's on his way. So he's definitely got some, you know, he's definitely got my eyes on him. You know, I feel like a lot of people are kind of looking to him as that next big thing, you know? Yeah. I mean, he's making a lot of history, you know, breaking a lot of records, you mm-hmm. know, despite the era he's fighting in, we're not even going to get into that. You know, right. we're just going on the numbers. The era he's in right now, he's breaking history. I mean, major history records, you know what I'm saying? And, um, and he's being impactful, you know what I mean? He's out in this community. He's giving back. He's, you know, not trying to be Hollywood, you know, you just being Deontay Wilder yeah. and, you know, the realness goes a long way and people can see it, you know, also back to, you know, Tank Davis. I mean, he's resonating with the young people and people, they can, they can feel his realness. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not an act, you know, Deontay Wilder, he, look, he, who he, he is who he is and people can see that he's not trying to be anything besides that. And, and mm-hmm. you know, people relate to that, you know, mm-hmm. respect it. And that's what's like, bugging people because like he said in the documentary i was looking at the other day people want him to be tame and they want him to be chained but he's him yeah you know because like like you say when you see deontay wilder he's this big country boy from Bama, you uh-huh. know and that's what he is like he's not going somewhere taking etiquette lessons no. and trying to change no. his posture change his speech no. what he wears he, what he's wearing and what he's doing is what he wanted to always do it's an extension of yeah, yeah of himself he just got the money he to do the these money things do now you right. know and it's funny because i mean deontay wilder whether he had money or not deontay wilder would just be one of your loud friends yeah he'd be bombs you know what i mean yeah. he, he he's just that's just him you know it's not a kobe covington going out there following the script type of right spill type of thing you know it, it, this is who he is and like i say that's pe- pe- people know that and connect with that yeah you know wilder 
I don't feel I don't think he's got his full just or has been as impactful as he's going to be before it's all over. And, no, but he's hit it in that direction. Yeah, I definitely I, agree with that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely. You know what I mean? And he's one of like the newer names. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? I mean, him and Terrence Crawford, you know, Andre Ward. He's a little younger, but he's like a vet in boxing boxing era, you know what I mean? I mean like in boxing years. Yeah, yeah, you I know what I'm saying? Because yeah, yeah. mm-hmm. he, he, he's younger than Floyd and them, but he's kind of in that era with Floyd and them. You know, he's closer mm-hmm. to Floyd and them than he is to like Deontay Wilder and, te- you know, this this generation. So, uh, Andre Ward is like in a weird little era, but um, he definitely uh, get an honorable mention. You know what I'm saying? It's like, mm-hmm. it's just some of the things he's done people forgot about, you know, because we so caught up on the hot things right now you know what i mean andre yeah. waters you know just a laid-back chill dude you know all right so um and i think we definitely got to mention for the women i think as impactful you know throughout this um, decade was clarissa shields yeah you know i feel like you know her being a two-time gold medalist the only one to win that yeah. in boxing that was you know important and then just the level of competition she's been fighting since she started you know it's always yeah. been a step up yeah. trying to fight the best like her record you know is not as big but it's like every name on there had some meaning to it you know yeah and then unifying two divisions you know i think that was important too she was like she was like hey christine hammer you want it you can come get it and she she took her belt you know she took all of them she was yeah. that was her main thing to always be undisputed and she well, was able to get that you know at the end of this decade um well i, I mean i had to agree with that and she's yeah. definitely like um been impactful you know in, in in this last decade or whatever i mean it's kind of the reason i know about her i'm not into the female box i'm not into mm-hmm. that world but she's one person who transcended crossed over into mm-hmm. my world where i had to look at her mm-hmm. and really recognize her and um you know not that i don't look at the other ones but she, she she was doing things that caught my attention that you know what i'm saying that's the same way the world is recognizing her mma all these different realms yeah. she's traveling to yeah. because i mean her resume you gotta look at it yeah. you know what i'm saying i mean yeah. you know it's not a hype job or flash in the pan so um she's definitely been impactful to you know women's boxing and the reason a lot of people kind of know about it. You know, Clarissa Shields is kind of, you know, the name that's connected to women's boxing. You know, it's like that, you know, that name, you know, mm-hmm. that name you you mentioned. When you talk about women's boxing, I mean, yeah. from like the outside world, and right. of course, you know, you know a lot more. Mm-hmm. But, you know, for the people that, you know, the casual mm-hmm. women boxing fans or whatever. I mean, so, yeah, I can't lie though. like, you know, as far as what she's doing, it's ca- it's definitely like ride nipping at the heels of the women that you already know like even the you know the um like yeah girl she beat christina hammer you know christy martin mm-hmm. layla ali layla uh ann wolf it's catching up you know it, yeah. it's catching up because of what she's doing because she's captured so many more world titles in this amount of time and again she's showing that business side that she ain't committed to one thing you know yeah. she's fighting on the zone fighting on showtime going where the fights are even going to the damn ufc because she wanted man nunez you know so it's right. like she wants to fight you know so she's kind of stepped out of that realm of even like she wants to go beyond like the holly Holmes too you know just and, be in that realm as a fighter and another thing and i noticed even with her social media presence she she's tapping into the young generation you know what i mean 
you know, Ann Wolf, the young, the young the girls don't, you know, I mean, if you if, if you were a young female, you're into the boxing world, you may know Ann Wolf, but mm-hmm. the average yeah. don't know her. But they they hearing Clarissa Shields' name. They hearing it. They yeah. hearing it because it's all over. It's, yeah. you know, so she's just doing a lot of different things that, I mean, like all them Hammer and them other girls, and I didn't really know them. Mm-hmm. They, you know, I know Clarissa. She always on, you know, social mm-hmm. media. She, you know, showing love to Outpage, but she's just definitely standing out from the rest of these girls some of them man you told me were champions i didn't even know they were champions i didn't hear about them but mm-hmm. clarissa shields is definitely standing out and it's not it's not like she you know she's some supermodel or nothing like that i mean she's an attractive girl but i'm just saying you know it's not for the wrong reasons why she's standing right. out she's standing right. out really on skill you mm-hmm. know what i'm saying mm-hmm. and um she's catching the eyes man she she's definitely i, I want to reiterate that a little bit because um that's the reason I know about her because she's crossing <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. over. You know what I'm saying? If she stepped out of the night at UFC fight, right? yeah, you know, I mean, <laughs> yeah, she was at the talking. fight the yeah. other night. Mm-hmm. You know, so yeah. I mean, she's yeah. she's always around. I mean, you don't what other female fighter? Yeah. You know, I mean, even Amanda Nunes, she's known in MMA, and it's not like a Ronda Rousey. People, everybody knew Ronda right. Rousey. Clarissa mm-hmm. Shields is getting that to me that close to that. Ronda Rousey type of thing with, with, with people, everybody is kind of knowing her. You know what I'm yeah, saying? I don't know yeah. if it's because of the boxing thing or, you know, combined with the interest in MMA, but, you know, Amanda Nunez, you know, diehards know about her, but it, that's not a household name like Ronda Rousey. You know, Ronda right. Rousey had the magazines. This is some of the stuff Clarissa's doing. She's on magazines. She's just, you know, kind of promoting yeah, herself. Yeah, putting herself out there more. Yeah, and that's that's what's like made her step out of the box of the other women because it's like she got in control of her career. You know how there's always a man with the other woman trying to, you know, or a manager just pushing them yeah, to do certain to things. Yeah. yeah, but she's doing whatever she feels like. Hey, wherever the fights are, that's where I want to fight. Mm-hmm. Wherever the challenge is, that's where I want to be. You know. So she's kind of snatching up that MMA audience, whether they like it or not. You know, what yeah. I mean? so like she's grabbing them, and then they have no choice but to know her. You know, that's real, man. Because um, I just said, man, like everything you see her doing, I'd be like, why ain't y'all doing this? You know what I mean? But um, we're talking about fight of the decade, you know, which we kind of agree on that. You know, I definitely uh, have to agree with you. I kind of came down to. You know the big names that did cross. You know the did crossover things between. Canelo, mm-hmm. Floyd, and Manny Pacquiao. Who do you think? Yeah, um, we we kind of narrowed it. Down. I mean, well, anybody with common sense would narrow it down to these pretty much these three names. You know, Canelo. He made it into this realm because he. I mean, Canelo's been around for 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 a while now. He's done some some big things in the game, but it was some things that kind of you know ruled him out as well. Once you got to start getting to the number one. You know what I mean? Yeah. The best top fighter of the decade. And mm-hmm. um, it really came down to, in my opinion, and, you know, I guess yours too, and we talking a little off the mic, that um, Canelo's really done some great things, and he definitely was in, was in those talks. But the one thing that I that I never will be able to ignore, Ant, is he, you know, the fact that he got popped, he pissed dirty. It wasn't speculated. You know, fight got canceled because – you know, he, he, he failed the drug test and tainted tacos. Yeah. You know, I, I just can't <laughs> ignore that. So that kind of takes him out of, I mean, and even with that, he still wouldn't top these guys. You know what I'm saying? To be honest, oh, yeah, he's yeah, done yeah. some, some good things, but he would be like a, a newer guy to be up 
close to those guys. Yeah. You know, but the two top guys, you know, and and our opinion on the list will be a Floyd Mayweather and um Manny Pacquiao. I know it's redundant. I know people probably like, what are you, mm-hmm. you know, but when, if, you, if you look at the last 10 years and the resumes and just look at all the things that both of these guys have done for the sport, I don't think you can dispute that they're both at, at, at the top. Mm-hmm. But then to take it to number one, at, it's just, I mean, humble always, humble will always prevail, man. You know, and Manny, you know, the stuff he's done, like from his heart, for his community, for his country, mm-hmm. for the sport of boxing. Mm-hmm. Um, you just really can't. It's been Im- Im- immeasurable. And, you know, we might not ever see another fighter like a, a guy like Manny Pacquiao, a guy who, no matter what, is always nice. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? That, yeah. yeah. No matter what. And um, the way he's transcended the sport and have has brought so much positive attention to the sport. Yeah. You know, and, 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 and great fights and meaningful fights and fights that, you know, people will never forget. You know, you really had to get that to Manny over top of Floyd. You know, Floyd was inactive a lot. You know, Floyd was doing money fights. Um, we're not talking about skills of the decade you know what i'm saying we talking about you know you know the most the best fight of the decade in 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 coming up with that we had to look at all the categories all the attributes you know it's not just one thing that would make a guy that you know floyd made a lot of money he did a lot for the sport but we kind of talking about inside the ring outside the ring the sport the work you know how how many people have you made boxing fans? You know what I'm saying? There weren't boxing fans. You know what I mean? So I believe a lot of people, Manny being so humble, did that made them tune in? They couldn't understand how this little short, humble guy could turn into a Tasmanian devil when he was in the ring. That's a compelling thing to see. And, you know, mm-hmm. Floyd Mayweather, he talking trash to you the whole time. Yeah, he going to whip your butt in the ring. You mm-hmm. know, Manny smiling and being nice and. Like, Nothing at all. Yeah. Then he get in there and bust your face all up. So it's very compelling, you know, dynamic watching Manny fight. And I just really think that just nudged him to the top in the in the, the last 10 years. And then, like we say, you know, him and Floyd, 20 years in the game, never pissed dirty, you know, never failed a drug test. We had to factor that in now because we live in the our ways, plagued with, you know, performance enhancing drugs. Yep. So for these yep. guys to make it to the level that they made it to, to garner the type of money that they garnered from boxing and never have to take that chance, you know, you got to commend yeah. them for that, man. You got to yep. commend them for that. You know what I mean? But definitely. I would definitely have, you know, Manny over top of Floyd. And then you have, you know, a plethora of, of, of fighters under that who, who've done some impactful things, but still have more to go. Right. I, I definitely came down to Manny because the other night when I, I told you I was kind of thinking about it as far as fighter of the decade, I was really thinking about what I was saying as far as fighter versus businessman or fighter versus boxer. Yeah. Floyd, okay, he's on the list as the highest paid athlete. You know, that's numbers don't lie. Right. But when we're talking about actual fight, you know, what you bring into the table as far as, you know, who you facing, mm-hmm. you know, how you do it. How you do it. Who you pull in to watch you, how you do it. Right. You know, all of that's important. And I think that when you look at 
their resumes. It goes back to what we were talking about before, where you got you got the one resume here, you know, the perfect resume, but then you got the resume that has everybody on it, the one you like reading, you know. <laughs> I was just looking at Manny's resume here. From 2010, you got Joshua Claudie, Antonio Margarito, Shane Mosey, Juan Manuel Marquez, uh, Timothy Bradley three times. You got Floyd Mayweather. You got Jeff Horn, Adrian Broner, Keith Thurman, you know. Kodo. 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 Uh, Kodo was 2009. He was oh, 2009. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you got all of those in that one 10-year span. Yeah. You know, that's what you want to hear from one of your favorite fighters, you know. Yeah, I mean. and Yeah, so I was just like looking at that, man. I was like, okay, Floyd it's definitely no knock to him, but yeah, when that Conor McGregor fight was announced, I had to take away points for that. Just yeah. just because they were counting that as a real fight. Yeah. You know, all the while where you got Manny over here taking on a Keith Thurman, you know, willing to take on, you know, everybody that's young and fresh because, you know, he's always feeling like the older I get, you know, fighting's not gonna get any easier. You know, no, I'm not gonna take any backseat fights. It stays the same. Mm-hmm. You know, he's always kind of gone in there with that mind frame where like you know, older I get, you know, nah, nah, man, I'm not going to take easy fights. It's always got to be A-level competition. You know, he's always yeah. approached it like a, a fighter that fights A-level, and he always wants to fight as A-level. Even after, you know, getting knocked out. You got to remember getting knocked out 2012 by Marquez. He's able to come back and never get knocked out again. Right, and that's what I was going to say. It's, it's like after getting knocked out, he showed you how he could reinvent himself and come back. You know, after right him versus Floyd, you know, like we always say, you look at Floyd, he played it wise like a businessman. Where Floyd, where Manny, he played it like a fighter supposed to a fighter. Yeah, he played you know, like, they a play fighter. like a fighter. They go yeah. through it. You know, they you get know knocked down, they get back, get up. back up. Like even going back, you said we bring up Ali, him going to prison after that, getting released, and then wanting to come back to fighting when your legs ain't the same, and then you still found a way to you know get on top. That. Yeah, yeah. You so. know what I'm saying? I mean, he lost the prom boxing years of his life mm-hmm. for standing up for something he believed in. He didn't commit a crime. He didn't go mm-hmm. out and bust nobody over the head, shoot nobody, rob nobody. You know what I mean? He stood up for what he believed stood in and lost me. the prime years of yeah. his career yeah. and still came back. It was, a, And that's what I'm saying. Those are the things that you had to factor in and say, whoa, that's that's powerful. That's yeah. big. You know, Manny mm-hmm. becoming the president, senator, whatever he's over there doing. The, 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 is that the average thing that happened to a kid mm-hmm. from dirt road that you know is not educated at you yeah. know what i'm saying yeah i put it like this too i say this another reason manny's is over floyd is because floyd yeah we say he's the best businessman but you got to remember everybody in life is not going to be a businessman but yeah. at some point in life everybody's going to have to fight exactly it ain't got to be in the ring it got ain't got to be a fight but you're gonna have to fight for something you know it's got to be a fight you always yeah. have to learn how. that's why i think people relate to manny more yeah i mean you got the fight you know? people could see that you know meet manny he the nicest person i ever met and then he get in the ring and do that to just yeah, somebody I know damn you had that yeah you it's know? like it's yo like, what you doing man? them like, little hey. hands let me see yeah. what and it so, takes a lot you got to think a person that nice sometime when you turn something morning to make the do that it take a lot Oh yeah. You know, so you don't want to oh, know where he got to oh, go yeah. to do that. Oh <laughs> but, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely, man. Like out of anybody in the game to get what he wanted, you never really saw one of them brash cocky bones in his body. No, 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 no. Never complaining, never, never whining, never. just came and worked and came and worked, you know what I'm saying? Um And that's why I was telling some people like, you know, Floyd yeah, best defensive one of the best defensive fighters of all time, but undefeated isn't 
it's not it's not everything in boxing no. you know because like no. if we go back all the way i always tell people to me evander holyfield's record is better than rocky marciano's record yeah you know i stand by that i say yeah he's 49 and over, but look at look at who holyfield fought you know yeah. look how he did it look how he got beat and come back you know so i say yeah, I, you know when you look at it as like a whole as a whole like the big picture of it like that i just say you know it all comes down to the to the fight not them calculated moves sometimes and, and, and to me and like it's like all right you, you might say yo i'm the best car driver ever but have you ever been in an evasive situation in the car right. you know what i'm saying yeah. Right? Have you? If, 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 if you've never done that, you don't know how yeah. good a driver you are, right? You just been driving down a straight clear. You just road been, yeah. You just been driving where things have been made easy yeah. for you. But throw some ice out there, or throw somebody mm-hmm. chasing you, trying to get you. So it's kind of the same thing with fighting. I mean, until you get knocked out, you know, it's we can't say what will happen. You know exactly. what I'm saying? We can't say what happened, but when it's happening, you bounce back. We can say that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. We seen him get. Yeah. His clock clean yeah. and bounce back. Cause you know? it, what is it? Them things like pressure, even just having rivalries. You know, yeah. man, he's had rivalries. You know, he, several. He, he, he's he's kind of had all the all that we want. And like I say, and did it all with a smile. We didn't all have to. Smile, yeah. People didn't have to fear him. People didn't have to fear. Is this the time to interview him? Is it? You know what I'm saying? I mean, mm-hmm. that makes a difference, eh? I mean, like I said, yeah. we were entertained by Mike, but it was people didn't know the right time to approach him. Didn't know. So many things that they had to deal with because of his entertainment. You know, Manny, yeah. you just, you, what you did with Manny is him being nice. Come on, Manny. Yeah. We don't got time. Stop talking to people. You know right. what I'm saying? Right. You dealing with that type of stuff for Manny. Yeah. So, um, and just like helping people back home. Like some people, yeah. you helping a little too much, yeah. but he can't help it. You know, that's what he do. Come on. We got to go, man. <laughs> you know, but he's a genuine, nice guy. And um, like I say, to me, that's what, you know, puts the feather in his hat. You know, for um, fight of the decade, and it's gonna be hard to top somebody like Manny when you when you hey. add all that stuff up. Hey, definitely. So, the Jab Effect has Manny Pacquiao as their fight of the decade, man. Yeah, that's but, official. Um, now, um, I think five fights for 2019 that that really you know had me going were the uh, that Japanese fight, you know, Inoue versus mm-hmm. Nonito Donaire. I had that as number five. Um, number four, I picked Clarissa Shields and. Um, Christina Hammer mm-hmm. for all the belts. And number three, I picked that Arturo Berbia versus Alexander Vosdit. Mm-hmm. That was another unification fight. Number two, I picked Julian Williams and uh, Jared Hurd. Mm-hmm. That's what I had. You know, that was a good ass. Well, I'm sorry, but it was. But, uh, number one, I picked Errol Spence and Sean Porter because I felt like that was, you know, the best welterweight fight they could make after Keith Thurman, you know, lost and. You know, it was a dog fight. It was all that. You know, it was good for action both both ways. You know, so yeah. The yeah. um, the the, the it's, it's funny because the 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 herd and the J Rock. That's definitely a fight that I had because uh, I mean, like we just talking about a guy getting knocked out and coming back and being humble and doing what he got to do. So just to see J Rock overcome that that knockout and mentally go past that and come back and be like a real player at 154, that fight really, really stood out to me. And then to be honest, and you know, um, you know, Tank's hometown fight, I mean, not so much as the fight, but 
the big picture of the fight. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? I mean, Floyd Mayweather in Baltimore City, selling out Baltimore, selling out Baltimore, you know, the arena with no no mishaps, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. With that type of crowd all in one place. So um, it just was a really, really good look for the city, you know, for us to be on the map for something good like that. And so um, that was like a highlight of the year for me. And um, I'm trying to think something, something Deontay Wilder did. I mean, like all his fights are, are good, but uh, I say the second Ortiz fight, just for still doing what he still doing with what, what, what people say that he can't do or doing what he's been doing. You know yeah. what I mean? I'm still glad to see him still on that run at. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So um it, it, yeah, it's hard to believe people gonna tear somebody down for knocking people for out. For knocking people out, dog. You know what I mean? Knocking people out, dog. So <laughs> now they wanna see him jab and be boring, you know? I don't get it. And get outpointed and lose decisions and all this nonsense right. or whatever. So you know, but um, yeah, they those was the, the three that I had right off the top. But it's funny you said that that Jared Hurd and what's the name because that's the first fight I went to. Not that it was the best fight, the most exciting fight. It was just interesting for me in 2019 because, like I say, you know, I'm looking at different things. I mean, that was a bad knockout for J Rock. A weak-minded person wouldn't have been able to bounce mm-hmm. back how he did. So. That just showed me that, okay, yeah, J-Rock, he's from Philly. He got the goods, man. Stuff can happen. Mm-hmm. A guy can have an off night. It's just, just beautiful how he translated that underdog energy. You know, he didn't pay attention to anybody. He had reporters telling his face that he was going to lose. Mm-hmm. You know, so he just kept humble. He didn't even say, get out of my face. Or, you know, exactly. oh, I ain't doing reports with you no more. No, nah, he just said, you know, well, come fight now, you'll see. His trainer yeah. said the same thing. Come fight now, you'll see. And, you know, he... He overcame all of that. So I was like, yeah, man, that was like a lot of things going into that fight for J-Rock to, you know, battle. Yeah. And then that fight was probably easy, you know. That yeah. fight was probably yeah. easier than the actual, you know, battle yeah. with took these it, two. Took, took it out, took it out in, in the ring, man. And, um, you know, he's a strong person for that. So I'm, I'm definitely looking forward to seeing, you know, what J-Rock do in 2020 at. But, um, definitely, man. Yeah. Yeah, man, but we had a pretty decent year, though, in boxing, man. Um, but before we do wrap it up, P, what's um. One fight you got to have, man, next year. One fight um, that's got to happen. One fight that has had that that has to happen next year. Or two. For me. And, um, well, we get we getting one. We getting one. You know, Tyson Fury and, De- and Deontay Wilder. That's like, the, to me, the biggest fight that can be made. Mm-hmm. You know, a heavyweight. And then... Um, I don't know, man. It's, it's 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 really hard to say outside of that. And when we get in that, because we're not getting Terrence Crawford and Earl Spence, I seriously doubt if we get a Tank and Lomachenko. But I would like to see. Oh, man, it's tough, man. I don't know, man. Because like, like I said earlier at the beginning of this podcast, man, a lot of these fights that we saw this year, these wasn't fights that we anticipated. They just happened, they just and happened. we was like, they was good fights, you know. Mikey so and Errol. Yeah, it's you know. Happened, you know what I mean? Um, yeah. It's hard for me to say this year because I'm sure some good fights that are going to happen that I, I just don't see them right now. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Outside of the major fights that I was just saying, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, well for me, like, I ain't going to wish big, but if I could have a fight next year that hopefully can lead to something bigger, I want um I want Terrence Crawford versus Sean Porter. Terrence Crawford. Know, hopefully Sean to Porter. lead something bigger. Like I know yeah. if we can't say Errol and Terrence, then I'd rather see that. 
to hopefully I mean, yeah, that, that, answer questions. It's kind of the only logical thing. And I was reading some stuff and they were saying Sean Porter, him coming off a loss, that they he gonna want too much money and it's no belt. There's all these politics involved in So, you know, I would love to see the fight, but you know, it's a lot of politics with that thing right it's now going on. Politics. You know what I'm yes. saying? That yeah. We may not see or whatever but yeah that's definitely a good one and i didn't think about that and 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 it's like just the next logical thing you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. not, D- danny got a fight you know what i'm saying so we're not gonna see that one really yeah i don't really want yeah. you know i'm just trying to even think of another name that then you got really another. got ugas matched up with somebody we really want when they should have had danny and ugas matched up you know yeah because yeah, danny's fighting some I, guy i ain't interested in seeing you know, yeah, so. what I'm saying. Same with Ugas. Like Ugas fighting somebody that a lot of people don't want to see. They want to see Danny Ugas. Yeah. You know, so yeah. So I mean, it's still boxing, man. So yeah. you know, we had a great year. We had a great couple of years in, in boxing. Yeah. I mean, along with the great years, has been so bump bumps in the road, yeah. of course. Yeah. You know what I mean? But we take the good with the bad. It's been more good happening than than bad. And so I mean, yeah, man. Uh, one more thing too. I think my definitely my favorite ring interest was Errol Spence in the oh. Mikey fight in oh. 2019. I just threw that out there. Oh, that is that what did, made you pick that fight or no? Uh, you just saying in general? No, his uh, ring interest. Yeah, I know. I'm saying is that what made did that factor into you picking that fight? His ring interest with the, with that song. As oh no, I picked Errol Spence, Sean Porter as my fight of the, my fight of the year. Which fight was that? He came with Yellow Beezy. That was uh, Mikey Garcia. Oh, well, I mean, now you brought up. I got. I got to go with my boy Tank Davis doing a little, little Michael Jackson um, ring interest this year. That was interesting, showing like he he, he got a little little bit of showmanship, you know, side and in, in him. So yeah, you know, just just been a lot of good stuff going on. That you know, what I mean, like I say, yeah, we could go forever just break it down okay. different little things because yeah. you know we into all that stuff or whatever. Yeah. But it's it's. When when you look in the box, you really got to see the big picture, though, and mm-hmm. you know what I mean. It's not just one little aspect, yeah. you know. Yeah, because ring interests they are like, like I said, the Spence and Beasy one. It was just like the energy brought with that, with the band and everything, yeah. and you know yeah. he did it in Texas too, where you yeah. know Mikey had a lot of fans there, but he yeah. was like, "Yo, y'all look at me, exactly. you know, I'm making the come up." Yeah, so, so it was just that was just fun to one of them go dope in, interests uh, with a lot of energy, man. Yeah, but um. Yeah, man, before we wrap this thing up, P, uh, anything closing you want to say? Um, nah, man, just another year in the books or whatever. And just, you know, same thing, you know, same thing, just new year, you know. But um, we'll just be doing, doing what we've been doing for the last two years. You know, I mean, of course, bringing bigger and better stuff, you know. But mm-hmm. just, you know, staying diligent and staying on the path, you know, not for nothing, y'all. Definitely, man. But, um. Damn it, P. I want to mention that for I know you wanted to mention that too. Well, something I'll mention too. Uh, rest in peace to that Destiny Harrison. And shout out to Tank too. That's another yeah. that's another good thing he did too. Yeah, so, man. Um, man. Like he in paying for the her uh, funeral services. I mean, I mean, and that's the craziest thing, and I mean, this girl was a hairdresser. She was 20, 21 years old, had a booming hair salon in Baltimore. It was in Baltimore. It's in Baltimore, Damn. you know. And um these people broken there and, and and killed her over 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 the over senseless stuff so yeah shout out to tank for um paying for her funeral the story didn't get a lot of attention because it was it was a local thing mm-hmm. but um 
that definitely was big for him to just, you know, go ahead and put that on his back and pay for, you know, her funeral was a, a very, you know, sad story, man. But, um, yeah. yeah. I just say rest in peace, yeah. man, because you're trying to do something right, you know. Yeah. Uh, 20 years old too man I mean she yeah. had a business at 20, 20 years, years old, old. Yeah, yeah it was doing her thing on her way mm. and um you know people senseless act of violence you know I mean um take you know another thing he took like was it 30 40 kids up to the fight and and you know some people say oh well that ain't no big deal but it is a big deal when you taking a kid that would have never been able to go to a fight ever in his life and not on that level you know, Tank, you going with Tank, he probably had you ringside. You know, just all the bells and whistles. So I thought that was dope for him to just do that for the kids, too, at his gym or whatever. So, I mean, like I say, man, he's, he's, he's showing some some good attributes to be a young man inside the ring and outside the ring. But, you know, time will tell, right? Oh, yeah. Know. Yeah, definitely. You know, we are closing. I just want to say, yeah, I hope he do kind of stay on that path he's doing. And, you know, man, like. What he's doing, that's, you know, that's just, uh, to me, I say it's a good representative of being a champion, you know, yeah. especially holding the belt and mm. being a fighter, you know. So, reaching superstar status, man, you still got to stay in tune with your city like that, yeah, especially man. if you you part of it, man. But, um, humble. Yeah, be humble, man. But um, where can you follow you at, Pete? Um, y'all can catch me at p.barnhill on IG, and y'all can catch me at um, Loud Pack Boxing on IG as well. You can follow me on Instagram and YouTube at ComboBreaker99, Instagram at AllBox and everything. <clears throat> and you can follow us both on the Jab Effect on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And you can subscribe to the show on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, and SoundCloud. So, yeah, man, um, it's like <clears throat> almost three years we've been doing this, Pete, man. But, um, don't, don't seem like it, but yeah. Yeah, man. So, again, shout out to all the followers, you know, on Facebook. Always be interacting, too, you know. Happy to y'all. Definitely new ones and just, you know, our people that have been rocking with us. But, um, yeah, man, it's it been, it been, it been a journey, and it's, it's, I'm still loving it. It's still fun. It's still interesting, man. Um, so just keep keep it going, you know. Definitely, man. But, yeah, man, before we bounce, I'm Combo Breaking 99. It's your boy Boston P, y'all. And we out, y'all. Later. Later.